I'm Chris. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. Welcome to World Viewfinder, episode 36. We did it. We made it this far. <laughs> We're back at it again. You're hey, going to say that. This week, we are talking about would Jesus spend $100 million on a Super Bowl ad? Eey. We're also talking about some, some interesting Disney facts about Florida. So I'm going to quiz you guys on yes. whether these Love things actually quiz. happen at Disney World or do they not? Some weird things that may go on at Disney World that yes. you didn't know. And start us off. But first. But first. Are commercials or the new age of advertising? We're talking about the new age of the advertising. The new age of advertising. because yeah. Super Bowl's last week. Yeah. Super Bowl. Or a couple days ago, I mean. A couple days Depending ago. Depending on when this is uploaded. <laughs> yeah. At some point in the past. <laughs> the Super Bowl just happened. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Super Bowl happened, and there's always crazy ads around the yeah. Super Bowl. This year, though, they released them, like, a lot of ahead of time. Yeah, it was, like, hype built up. Where did they release these? On, on the internet. Oh. I watched the Michael Sarah one a couple days before. Oh, see, I didn't see that one before. I saw the Paramount one before with... Uh, oh. <laughs> Professor X, I don't know. So oh, with all of the characters, yeah. But okay, so here, but here's what I want to talk about around this because yeah, this is a worldview podcast. We talk about yep. the worldview, and so so commercials are one of the things that definitely push a worldview. And so when we when we talk about worldview and talk about the things on this podcast, we, we want to run it through this filter. So what's the worldview? What does it say is good or bad? Like what, what are these things? Whether it's commercials or movies or music or whatever it is, how does it compare to a Christ-centered worldview? So, what does Jesus say about these things? And then, what does this content want you to do or change as a result of consuming this thing? And so, for me, I mean, advertisers are that like they want they put out ads to get you to buy yeah. something, but a lot of times ads sell a lifestyle. Mm. It's like old, old beer commercials. I remember like the Budweiser or Bud Light commercials. I remember like it was I went to a class that talked about advertising and it, it was talking about how these commercials say that this beer is more important than life because <laughs> there was one commercial where they're like they're skydiving or something and somebody like throws a beer throws like a case of beer out and they're like oh we're out of parachutes I didn't mean to throw that and the guy's like I got it and he just jumps out of the plane with no parachute you're like well that's not gonna end well it's worth it <laughs> yeah and yeah. so or they'll be buying toilet paper and beer and then they're like oh you only have enough money for one and he's like <laughs> He puts the toilet paper back. You're like, this is more important. It's good advertising. It is. It's funny. I remember. Well, I feel like all fragrance commercials, that's all it is. What? Is selling a lifestyle. Fragrance commercials are the weirdest commercials. Oh. I know. They're weird, but it's like you're... It's a kind of a lifestyle of luxury and weirdness. <laughs> when you said fragrance, I thought you were meaning like Febreze and like <laughs> Downy commercials. Well, that is also I'm selling like, a clean Febreze plugins. I was yeah. like, what lifestyle are they selling? Oh, okay, but you mean clean like lifestyle, like cologne and stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Parfum, Jimmy. So <laughs> the parfum. Yeah. Um, but so here's the thing that, that has been interesting in the world of advertising that I have a filmmaker friend that told me about this. Shout out to Chris Weatherly. Uh, but he um, so he was talking about how film is becoming more commercialized and commercials are becoming more artsy and more. Filmized. Uh, filmized, yeah. <laughs> Cinematic, maybe, is the, the word. And not necessarily in the like, the style that they're shot, but just how they tell stories well. Because the job of the advertiser is to get you to stay on. Like, I mean, because we've all clicked the skip button on the YouTube and all that stuff. We're like, oh, I don't want to watch this ad. Yeah. But, but what would make you want to stay 
past that first five seconds to keep watching the ad. Is there anything in particular that are there any ads that you've found yourself like mm. you start watching past the skip thing? You're like, oh, I want to know more about this. Oh, uh, well, I did watch the full Michael Sarah. It came up. And I just was like, what is this? <laughs> so I just watched the whole thing. So for those of you who didn't see it, it was, yeah, it's Sarah Vey. Yeah, Sarah Vey. And I, it's kind of one of those campaigns to like teach you how to pronounce it as well. Oh. I think. Um, but yeah, it's Michael Sarah, and he says he's created it. But <laughs> the commercial they released beforehand that I watched, it doesn't have him saying like at the very end where he's standing in front of the boardroom like, hear me out. This is a good idea or whatever. It's not in that. Like that's not oh. in it. So it looks like it was just like they made that commercial for real. Oh, gotcha. So, so the normal commercial looks like it's a like real. a normal commercial. Yeah. Oh. But then in the Super Bowl, they extended it to where he's like standing in front of the board. It's a survey. So, um, you mean any, any ads that you've like no uh, watching? Not any specific that because I do get a lot of ads before the YouTube videos, but I usually skip them. And yeah, but is there been any that you've not skipped? That's that was the question, Jimmy. No, 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 uh, not on YouTube, but the Burger King commercials on Hulu, the oh the BK commercials where they had like the little song. Uh, we heard it so much when we were watching Hulu that we like memorized the whole song. So we actually looked forward to watching that every time because <laughs> it was a catchy song. I don't know what the BK song is. Really? Give me a little bit of it. Let us know in the comments. Nope, <laughs> Give me a little you gotta, bit of it. Gotta sing it a little bit now. I, I forget the lyrics. We'll have to look <laughs> yeah, you just said you spent this whole time memorizing it. BK. And then we never saw it again. Donkey Kong. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> the, DK, the Donkey Kong song. No, BK. Donkey Kong is here. Because the end is like, BK, have it your way. Oh, yeah, I know that part. Yeah, so, but they do different things yeah. at the beginning. It's kind of like a rap. They do a whole song of it. Yeah, but we look forward to watching that every time. <laughs> I think the ones that stick with me or that I keep watching are just like movie trailer ones. Yeah, if, if it's a movie trailer that I'm interested in, I'll. And the worst is when it's a movie trailer. I'm going to watch a movie trailer, but it shows another movie trailer. Yes. <laughs> like, Perfect. I'll watch this one. Double movie trailers. But then the thing I don't like about ads is you can't fast forward. Because there's sometimes I'm like, I want to I want to see more about this thing, but I don't want to watch the whole ad for it. I want to. Yes. And then I just skip it. So. OK, so let's talk about Super Bowl worldview. Was there an overarching worldview that you saw come through after you watched all the commercials where you're like, I feel like this year's theme was hmm. this. That's a good question. Like, celebrity like, endorsement. Yeah. The first thing I noticed was, yes, celebrity endorsement and like, let's target millennials. I think hopeful. Yeah. I sense. saw that cat mayonnaise commercial and I was like, it's a good day. <laughs> hope Wait, is what, alive in America. What was the cat mayonnaise? I saw that, but I don't remember. I, the only thing, it was some uh, commercial, but uh, the cat meowed and it sounded oh, like it was, it. It, was for Hel it was for Hellman's. Yeah, it was a mayo. It yeah. was like, what's her name? Kate. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did. Yeah. So the reason I said hopeful is because I remember like way back in the day, it was just like humor. They would use humor and there, there was a lot of humor in these, yeah. but then, then it got to like really serious commercials. It was almost like every commercial was a Hallmark commercial. I'm like crying as the yes. truck pulls up and <laughs> his daughter gets out and this is the last time you'll ride the car with me until you get married. And they're like crying and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember so there was like this phase. sad phase and now it just like, it felt like, Things are going to be okay. I don't know. For some reason, the poppy ad stood out for me. It was the, it's like a new form of soda. But they're oh. like, yes. They're like, poppy. And is, but, oh, what was the, the. There were some bold claims in that poppy commercial. There really was. Like, 
your kids from generations old will know this as so it'll make you live forever yeah. <laughs> that was a spongebob reference they were selling chocolate and they would just make these outrageous claims whatever the problem the person was having sounds like the really old lady it'll make you live forever oh so but yeah so wait how did poppy oh yeah it said the future of soda is now which i would always say that at the soda machines yeah oh yeah you would I go, oh my gosh the future is now and i'd hit the soda machines Oh my goodness! Well, I still say the future is now, and I, I forgot now. where that even came from. It came from Poppy. They knew. They so, knew. So yeah, because uh, yeah, so it felt hopeful to me. I don't know. Um, you said targeting millennials because they had all like the. This is it. Like all the cameos or the celebrity endorsements. I mean, yeah. I would say almost every commercial had celebrities in them, and they were from shows that millennials watch yeah they like they brought they reunited like two of the friends from friends and then scrubs they put scrubs on there uh um before the show said scrubs like a thousand times trying to convince us uh Um, parks and rec there's like a lot of 30 rock 30 rock yeah well there's a ted lasso i know he's more recent but yeah. it's still like a millennial heavy show so i would be interested to see what are the demographics of people that watch the super bowl or that are really into the super bowl well so. i like to me it's all part of this nfl conspiracy oh <laughs> to get people to watch the nfl because it's like with taylor swift is a millennial i mean she's a, a cross-generation celebrity yeah, yeah. at this point but they're expecting more millennials to be watching than ever so then all the ads are targeted towards towards that that makes sense yeah because i i was listening to a podcast before and they said that this was the most watched super bowl of all time and there was 123 million people watching wow yeah quite a few and taylor Swift was probably part of that i i would say more than part of it yeah jeez so it's a super bowl rig no we're not gonna get into that but (laughs) but um so so with advertising though yeah they are selling this lifestyle and so if they want people to have hope because i mean with election year and all the craziness that goes on they want i think there's like a oh if you have these things you'll be more hopeful you'll be more healthy you'll be You'll be better off this way. Dunkin' Donuts. That one was another great one with Ben and I didn't. I missed it. Uh, I missed that one. I meant to watch it it before. (laughs) Ben Affleck trying to sing for his wife. Is he married to J Lo again? I don't know. I I can't keep up with who. Let us know in the comments. But uh, (laughs) but yeah. So it it was really funny. Then Matt Damon was in it. Like they're dressed like in these crazy Dunkin' Donut outfits or whatever. Or Dunkin'. It's not donuts anymore. Just Dunkin'. But. but he sings, and then Matt Damon's like, you know when I said I'd do anything for you? He's like, this was it. <laughs> this was the thing. Anything else for you. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. But but yeah, but it, it was all like it was all kind of lighthearted and hopeful and like, yeah, things are things are okay, even though life may seem tough and there's a lot of turmoil in the political realm and in the world in general. But I, I felt like these products will give you hope at life. It's what I, that's what I felt. I yeah, I mean, you see that in like so many commercials right now where it's not like the product itself is almost a secondary. They, they sell you on the lifestyle and they're like, yeah. well, or even like, because uh, I heard the example of like a James Bond movie, like you'd wear a specific kind of watch. So then when you bought the watch, you're like, I want to feel like James Bond. Right. Yeah. So then you buy the watch. But you said you felt like it wasn't selling lifestyles much this year. Not necessarily a lifestyle. Like, I don't feel like it's hopeful a lifestyle. <laughs> a just, hopeful lifestyle. It's just, it's just more of a, a concept. But I didn't feel like 
there was like, you'll be cool if you have this or you'll be cool if you use this, except for Poppy. I felt like Poppy was definitely promoting this. Like you have to be part of the future. Yeah. You like soda, but you don't want diabetes. So you need to drink Poppy. Diabetes. I I think in advertising, there's always going to be those commercials that's selling the lifestyle that goes with the product. So I I do think it's uh, maybe this will be part of our next thing is that we're so I think that advertising does sell lifestyle sometimes, but where do you think advertiser advertising is going? Because I think this is very millennial centric where yeah. Yeah. this is where we spend all the money to get our product in front of a lot of people. There's 123 million people that watched it. So where do you think advertiser advertising is going from here? I, I think it's definitely going to go towards um, more public like, um, like TikTok and yeah. the, using those people. Cause I think that's, it's starting to trickle in already and somebody got in trouble. Who was it? So a company got in trouble for using the, there was a girl who made a TikTok like every week leading up yeah. to the Super Bowl for dad, like giving her the Super Bowl news. Um, and she was like, I getting my morning news because he knew she was interested in it because of Taylor swift yeah. and then like a company made a commercial oh that was very similar oh yeah and so they were saying like why didn't you just bring her in yeah. to, oh. to film the commercial with her dad instead of like stealing the idea and yeah so people are already starting to see like there are really good creators just every uh, the every man is a good creator on tiktok yeah. or they can make these shorts really fast we already have influencers who yeah. are doing mega selling well so i think so i think it's interesting because so that record breaking numbers of watching the super bowl is 123 million and what's interesting is you look at the typical mr beast video and he uploads like once a week now and after that week has gone by he averages around that 123 million if not more that's, per week. that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every single week. This is not yeah. like a year, a yeah. once a year thing. So Man. after putting all his videos together, it's billions of views, not just millions of yeah. views. So, and I think that's why a lot of companies are reaching out to these influencers or sponsoring YouTube videos for, so you don't just reach the millennials, but for reaching Gen Z and things like that. Right. And even like on TikTok, people not necessarily having these giant platforms, but just being on TikTok. Like I've heard plenty of stories where uh, like this girl's dad had his own candy shop and he would get a little bit of business, but not a whole lot. But then they went viral on TikTok and then they were like sold out for however long because mm-hmm. their business was able to blow up on TikTok. So I think Crazy. a lot of companies are actually leaning into that where because yeah. on one hand commercials do more storytelling and stuff like that yeah. but i think the other end of the spectrum is commercials or ads that don't look like ads so uh, maybe you've heard of this uh it's called tiktok made me buy it have you heard of it yeah i have heard of that i have not, Chris you, didn't you said this earlier i don't know what it is. yeah yeah so i mean there'll be these different products on tiktok and they have like ongoing series called tiktok made me buy it and how companies do it oftentimes is they send these products to influencers to make those kinds of videos but yeah. to everyone on tiktok it's like oh i just found this cool thing this. on tiktok and you yeah. should check it out as well so it's interesting to see that anyway i think the talking about worldview sometimes the worldview in those things are a little bit more subtle um because it's not like this whole produced thing 
but people are still advertising through those yeah, but the, whole, the worldview of influencers is just that it's like you're being influenced by this person yeah. Yeah. the whole of the internet is being influenced by this person and so i don't know like i feel like the future of advertising that's gonna pendulum swing to one end yeah and I feel like it's already starting to be like, oh, let's swing back to something else. But I don't yeah. know what that something else is going to be yet. What I have noticed in advertising, especially with the Super Bowl, is they've got to create ads that are longer in length, like the 30-second spot they get or the 15-second. Yeah. But it has to be able to be chopped up yeah. into a YouTube 30-second TikTok. Well, as clip. a maker of commercials... You are in a lot of commercials. That's true. I have, yeah. So our last commercial, they're made for BeFit. Check it out, the BeFit commercial. Um, so yeah, in that we, it, it's a full length, like it's a thirty second spot. But there's also, yeah, we we made it very much so that you could chop it up into. 10, 15 second spots so that they can show those in shorter segments. So and you were, in, you were intentional about being able where it works in vertical and horizontal too, right? Oh, maybe. It it looked like it on, because I've seen them on TikTok, and it it looks very intentional. I wasn't the one filming and all that stuff. Again, Chris, you were the talent. (laughs) (laughs) My filmmaker friend. Um, So I think it's going more towards storytelling, because if you look at these commercials, like it it tells almost a complete story in that 30 seconds. And the one, so this wasn't Super Bowl, but this was a Groundhog Day ad that, that like, it's a four minute. Lay's commercial that I watched the whole entire thing. Interesting. Ryan Reynolds put it out for one. I, I don't know if he did. Like he just posted it. So I don't know if he made it or helped make it. But it takes a character from Groundhog Day, Ned Ryan, or, um, he, uh, this annoying guy. But he's basically, he walks up, buys a bag of potato chips. And it's, again, like the they can make them short. So yeah. it's like, it's maybe 15 seconds. He walks up, uh, says something to this lady at the checkout. She's like, they have a little banter. She's like, oh, buying Lay's potato chips. And then he walks out and then like it starts over again. There's like a ding of the light of the grocery store lighting up. He walks up. He's buying another bag of Lay's. It's a different flavor this time. Mm. And she makes a comment. And he's like, have we done this before? She's like, I'll do it again every day or whatever. And like, and it, but it keeps going. And then, then you kind of see these subtleties of like, he's getting more weirded out, but like she's in on it. And so it just kind of, like you're like I want to know more about what's happening and then like she just has dumb names for the the potato chips oh barbecuities and like it just but it's it's really funny and so I watched the whole four minutes I'm like oh man but I'm also as my wife says an advertiser's dream like I read all the stories on the boxes of Cheerios on the bags of yeah, you are. Wow. parties yeah, and all this stuff I'm like I want to know how this hamburger was <laughs> right I and I just realized this as we're filming this Every <laughs> twice a month, this guy is called the deals guy. Check him out. Uh, but he'll put out like, what do you need to buy at Costco this month? And it's basically a 15 minute advertisement of Costco. And that you I love watch. it. Oh, I do. And my kids watch it. And then I'm like, I'm just now I'm like, oh, this is an advertisement. Like I, I'm like, but he's, he doesn't get paid by that. Yeah. And so it's not a paid promotion or anything. He just makes these videos. And so I watch I that. It. And then there's a Costco hot finds or something. And it's this lady that's like, oh, man, I just bought this thing at Costco. And it's so good. I'm like, I need that in my life. Yeah. I am a sucker for advertising. So, yeah, we gotta, we're going to speak on advertising. Speaking of advertising. One of the biggest commercial people of all time, Disney. Yes. Disney. Disney. So it's time for Florida 
more foibles. I'm going to call this Quizney edition. Quizney. Uh, you have a quiz for us, Chris? So you can't look. Oh, it's, it's going to be up on the screen. Okay, no, yeah, we no, won't no, look. Okay, look. okay yeah, I won't look at the screen. All right. Um, so this, so they interviewed this guy. Uh, I don't know. He just, he was, his mom was around for the original pitch of having Disney World in Florida. And so this guy's been, he likes Disney. Okay. So they asked him these questions. Fact or fiction? So I want you guys to answer. Okay. All right. Um, Fact. So Disney serves emu legs. So they have those big turkey legs, but they said they're too big. They're actually emu. That Are you they saying serve. they call them that? No, no. They, they, they call serve them turkey legs, but they're actually emu? They're actually emu because they're so giant and big. So do they serve emu? Would I'm calling, that be false advertising? I'm calling cap. Yeah, I'm saying false. Yeah, it is not false. They're giant turkey legs. They're 720 calories and 37 grams of fat, but people, they serve 2 million of them a year. Wait. But people Wait, are it's eating turkey leg, emu. right? It's turkey. It's turkey, yeah. Yeah, so it's... But people think they're emu because they're so big. They're like, there's no turkeys that are that big. I, I'm the so question confused. was misleading. Yeah. What? You I, said they're selling... Emu. You deceived us. Disney serves, fact or fiction, does Disney serve emu legs? And you said no. I said cap, and you said that's wrong. Wait, cap is. That's wrong. (laughs) Cap is, yeah. False. Right? Yes. Yeah. So it is false. They do not serve emu legs. Okay. Oh, you You said it was was true. true. Play it back. Wow, this <laughs> is bad. True. Off to a great start. Sorry. Next question. Yeah. Okay, well, okay so right. false. They do not sell emu legs, right. but people think they are. Disney doesn't pay taxes. Oh, Fact true. That's they, true. They don't pay taxes? Correct. It's a loophole. They found yeah. it. Uh, this guy says they pay approximately $1.15 billion in taxes in Orange and Escalada counties. So... That's property tax. Oh, I thought they were on their own little. I that's what I thought too, but it says that's what they World. said. Okay. All right, fact or fiction: the bones in the Pirates of the Caribbean are human. They're emu. Like real, <laughs> real human skeletons instead of props. Instead of props. True. I would say false. Oh, you guys are both kind of right. So. They are now. It's they the are now quiz. not. They are now not real. But when it opened uh, in the Disneyland in California in '67, they actually used human skeletons. Back in the <laughs> good old days Shoot. when they had cocaine and coke <laughs> yeah. and human bones at <laughs> Disney World. Back when it used to be good. All right, uh, Walt Disney's Frozen Head is at the theme park. That's a what false. You never heard of that? It's under Cinderella's Castle. You never heard of that? I know it's, it's a controversy, false. but no. Oh, yeah, it, that is false. So I, I, but Allegedly. of course this guy's going to say that. <laughs> I mean, it's there. It's a cover. Oh my right. goodness. Fact fiction, nobody has pronounced, nobody has been pronounced dead at Disney. So nobody's died in the theme park. Or at least they've not been pronounced dead. I would say dead. true. I would say true. Uh, it's false. They die every day. <laughs> <laughs> this guy says uh, many people have died at yeah, Disney. Yeah, that's what I figure. There's so many I people I know there. people have died there, but I didn't know, oh. like like you said, pronounced okay, here, dead for reasons. So fun fact, the earliest reference this guy could find of death at Disney's in 1984 uh, when a plane crashed into the Epcot parking lot and a man was killed. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well, nice. it wasn't right. like he fell off a tower of terror. Fact or fiction, Cinderella's castle can collapse. So it means that they can take it down if there's a hurricane. There's like six pieces that it can fold into that it can easily take it down so they don't have to worry about it. So and she said she six pieces. pieces. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say true. You didn't make this up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you told us how it works. Uh, 
it's it's false. They cannot collapse. You misled us. <laughs> I know. I, I did it. I tricked you. Uh, but it's 600 tons of steel, almost 190 feet tall, and it's designed to handle a high Cat 3, Cat 4 hurricane. Wow. Like category? I, I don't yeah. know. Yes. I don't know yes. hurricane language. Cat 3 means Cat category. Cat 3. Okay. So that's that. All right. Good job, everybody. So we got some of them, right? Yeah. yeah, those are pretty crazy. Yeah, the the one about the head, I mean, that is definitely a controversy. And speaking of controversy, <laughs> oh man, Ooh. Let's, let's get back. Another, I, I don't know how wood. to get. I don't know how to change this now, but uh, that's okay. Let's get I'll back. fix it for you. So, um, all right, this year at the Super Bowl, there was a was a thirty second ad. Yes. And, uh, and a 15 second ad for, yeah, he gets us. Didn't they have them last year too? They did. Okay. Yeah, they had them last year. Um, and so it, it's a, it's, would Jesus have spent a hundred million dollars to advertise at the Super Bowl? That, that was, so that there's kind of two controversies behind yeah. these ads. So the first one is that is like, okay, if Jesus really was around today, would he spend a hundred million dollars on a, Ad at the Super Bowl. I think you would just be on TikTok. It's more cost efficient. You think so? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he would. Some of his miracles going viral. That's influencer marketing. People would post videos of his miracles. Oh, and so he wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to. Wouldn't yeah, have I just to. felt like Jesus was a little bit more low profile than the Super Bowl. But here's the thing. I mean, Jesus. We can still do miracles through Jesus today, and then film them. Yeah. And then I, put it on a Super Bowl commercial. I, I saw Have a guy talking Bethel? to a demon. <laughs> I mean, that's all they are. <laughs> it's TikTok. TikTok friendly. So, yeah. So, do you think, uh, but I mean, would he spend that amount of money advertising? I don't know. Because think Jesus would advertise. Because the, the controversy was, yeah, people like, well, they could have given all that money to the poor. I'm like, Oh, he does have something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's the thing. It's like, well, if you're so concerned about it, read in the Bible where that lady anoints Jesus' head and feet, right? Or just his yeah. feet. I don't remember which one it was. It happened a couple of times. With the uh, oil. With the oil, there was like a year's wages. Yeah. And uh, Judas was like, Jesus, you could have given this to the poor. And he's like, oh, you'll always have the poor. You can give it to him. He's like, this lady did what was right. Like, so. Yeah. So then, yeah, because uh, our cousin was a little bit. She's like, I, I don't know about this or whatever. But a, a lady responded and was like, Hey, here's um, some things to think about. Yeah, here's something to think about. If Jesus, like, if because yeah, 123 million people, people saw it. it. Yeah. So if even 10 percent of that, what she was saying, one percent, one percent, one percent, one percent of that would be a million people. If gave their life to Jesus, then what could that one million people do? As a result. Or even made Christians watching it think about their own, how they treat people yeah. differently and act, make a choice to act differently because of that. So in case you didn't see the ad, it was uh, just different people washing other people's feet. Different people's feet. Yeah. But it was, it would have been controversial in the sense that like there was a priest washing a would appear to be, I don't, I don't want to judge anyone, but uh, like a homosexual man's feet. Yeah. So, and then there was a, like a, like a cheerleader girl washing like a goth girl's feet. Like there was just different pictures. You have two opposing sides. Uh, that, like, yeah. Like a, was there a police white, officer? white family washing a Muslim family's feet. Yeah. And then a police officer washing somebody's feet. Like, so there's just these different things. And it said, Jesus didn't spread, or it didn't. 
It was something like that. He didn't spread hate. He washed feet or something like that. Yeah, I think like it that. rhymed, though. Uh, Let us know in the comments. <laughs> he didn't hate those he meet. He washed feet. <laughs> I don't no, think that's it. did that not did. rhyme. <laughs> it did. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but um, so. It gets us, all of us. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, so but people are like, oh, he wouldn't spend as much money to to advertise or whatever. That he'd give it more, but I I don't know. I think I think if Jesus was a good ad campaign, <laughs> he'd do it. <laughs> the thing is, is like, does it have to be Jesus? Would Jesus do this? To me, that's that's really like almost an irrelevant question. Yeah. Oh, would Jesus advise? You reject the premise. People to do it. Yeah. Would yeah, and I, would you do it? Would I? Oh man, I don't have that kind of money. If uh, you had, well, if you had, if 100 I had hundred million. million. Yeah, to spread the message of Jesus. I, or how many people's lives could you save from starvation with hundred million dollars? It's true, a lot, yeah. at least ten. <laughs> but I think the the comment that we saw was like, there's a ripple effect that could potentially end up saving more yeah. than what the hundred million could do. It was like, but what lo- about all the ones that died? <laughs> loaves and fishes. Yeah. He's like, yeah. that's why you do influencer marketing. Yeah, you wouldn't have to spend hundred million dollars. But yeah, like, and the people that got mad about like, Oh, you could give to the support. But my question is, are you giving to the poor? Like that would be my response of like, you, as followers of Jesus, we are supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus to yep. the world around us. And so, if you're mad about something and something's not getting done, well, then look to yourself and be like, okay, well, what can I do to help solve this problem? Okay, people yeah. are hungry. Well, what can I do to feed people? Like, am I so, doing that? Yeah, those those campaigns, from what I think I've heard or believe, is that people have given to this campaign. Yeah. So they've given it to for the ad to run. The Hobby yeah. Lobby guy apparently did too. <laughs> well, we know him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, but. No, so, I'm saying I, I like him. Um, sorry, but oh, good. So that's like something that people have given their money towards, yes. and they're using it for that specific cause. Yeah. Those people are probably also giving a lot more in other places. So they're Allegedly. they're like yeah, they're picking and choosing where their their money goes. But then you have like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, COVID brain. I don't <laughs> True. Well, so I, I don't know if this is uh, this is kind of adjacent to it, but I think some people from the outside looking in, even with churches spending on spending money oh, on yeah. things outside of helping the poor, a lot of people have issues with that. Yes, yeah, especially mega churches spending on like productions yeah. and because uh, preachers yeah. and sneakers account. Oh yeah. Oof. So so now yeah, because now you see. Churches like they have these big productions. There's yeah. one with the there's all these like angels suspended from the the rafters. Like yeah. uh, and then people are like you gotta give that money to the poor. Like yeah. and then people are like well, they do give a lot of money to the poor actually. And so and like this was an outreach event. And then, they, and then people magazine they charge tickets. They're like you made people pay to come to your church. Like this is a special event. It's not a Sunday morning. We're not yeah. charging people to come into the church. Like this was an event we put on. And so we charge money for it. Like, and so it's like a production. And, and so where I get frustrated is that like people get mad at these things when a church does it, but when in every other area of like, like, I mean, Super Bowl tickets I heard were about like a hundred thousand dollars, $10,000. Yeah. Usually kind of at the bottom yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's also why would it, let's say, let's say Nike. Like Nike has like confirmed toes and like work camps. 
Yeah. And people are not saying like, why are you spending this money on advertising when you could be like releasing the people that make your shoes from like slavery? Well, I think their argument would be as a church, your whole mission is to help the poor. I think that's the outside perspective is that the church is supposed to do that, but instead they're spending it on all this production stuff or all this extra stuff when they could just be doing what they're supposed to do. Right. So, but is that the church's goal to help the poor? I th- well, that's, uh, I think, part of the perception. That's what people, people, yeah, because people, yeah, and, and that's where, yeah, the preachers and seekers, like it's, if a pastor does it or if a, a church does it or whatever, it's like, oh, yeah, backlash. But yeah, and, and what you were saying about the the Nike thing, people were mad because cause then I said they're like, they looked behind, okay, well, who's this he gets us group or whatever. Yeah. And then they're yeah. like, this oh, like they support these things. This is, yeah, the other controversial thing because they're like, oh, they support things that are anti-LGBTQ plus and they're like uh, pro-life and all this stuff. And so they're like, well, now, now they're bad. And we're like, but even in, like in the commercial, there is a, like an older elderly woman washing a girl's feet in front of. Oh yeah. The family planning clinic. The family planning. And you see like people in the background with the picket signs. Yeah. Right. And you see the pastor, like you said, washing a, it's like appearing, I would say by appearance, they're promoting that he's a homosexual man. So it's like, (laughs) right. Then it's a controversy in and of itself or like the, what are the, are they saying they're not practicing what they preach? Yeah. And, but if you look at the, the original story of Jesus washing feet, he only washed the disciples feet. Like he didn't, he wasn't going to doing this for everybody. He did it for the disciples, but then he tells them, go and do this. And like the, the whole purpose behind the washing of feet was to serve people so radically that they can't help, but be changed. Cause Peter himself was right. like, Jesus, you cannot do like, this is the lowliest job you can do. Don't do it. And Jesus is like, no, I have to wash your feet. Like you don't understand what I'm doing for you. But wasn't it also to make them clean? Cause he said, otherwise you have no part with me. What, what do you I mean think that, that was Jesus's purpose for yeah. washing their feet. Yeah. But I think he, the mandate he was giving them was what Chris just said. Yeah. It's just interesting that that's in there. Cause I think some of the people that back have backlash towards the ad is because it's called, he gets us and it shows all these different things. It, to some people, they got the message that you should just accept people how they are, whatever lifestyle they choose to live. You should just accept them and serve them and not really challenge them. I mean, I think that's like the eye of the beholder. Then that's yeah. up, that's on that person. Yeah, this is where I get mad because yeah, all this that's is where pictures. I get mad too. Yeah, it's just pictures like of people washing people's feet. And Jesus says, "Go and do this for others, yeah. so that yeah, they're drawn so, into the kingdom." So my advice is, if it triggered something in you, then your response should be, "Why did that trigger me? Why am I getting so upset about this?" Right. Because it like search your own hearts <laughs> because to me, like what I, I got out something totally different was just like, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. 
Well, and, and it goes back to worldview. Like it says something about your worldview, how you felt about that commercial. Because right. yes, because because some people are like, well, I got to find out who's behind this and what they're really selling. And like, well, yeah, so it's but, just one of our worldview questions. Well, that because that is yeah. a thing though. Because there are some ads where you could say, well, if you think they're trying to promote a other message here, you that's just you thinking there's some conspiracy here. But I mean, there are people that there's underlying messages and they package it in something else that's more appealing. Yes, that's true. Yeah, so it's not just you bring your own worldview, but so we don't know what the actual worldview of the commercial itself was, but everyone has their own perception of it. Right. Bring, yeah. So I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, but but with with that, oh yeah. So but Jesus never just heals people or feeds people or does any of that stuff without the purpose of them coming to know him better. And so like he even tells the lady like that was caught in the act of adultery, like, Hey, go and sin no more. Like he, so he doesn't, he doesn't want them to stay where they're at. He wants them to be more like him. And so the more that we do that for other people, the more that they see what a life lived in Christ is supposed to be. And then will want to change and want to be more like him because they're following after him and not after the things that they think will make them feel fulfilled or whatever. And so, so that's where I get frustrated when people are like, oh, well, <laughs> you can't wash this person's feet because they never said, no, stay like this. Yeah. But like they're serving that person in a way that's going to help them bring them because the picket line thing. Yeah. What's going to help that person more? You praying with them or talking to them or you like stand out front like you're killing life or whatever. Like what's yeah. going to actually help that person? So, so well, another thing that I know, another <laughs> thing though that frustrates me about like you see that commercial and then you're like to immediately go online and say like, look at what they, what company, like it negates the message. Cause you're like, look at what the company believes or look what they've done, all this stuff. And so Promoting you're just basically sin, saying yeah. like the message that they are promoting is not valid. Like you should just completely wipe this commercial. <laughs> I don't know what you, yeah. I don't know what those people like actually want, yeah. want to happen other than just like, well, that whole thing was stupid. Like it needs to just go away or you just don't believe it or whatever. But yeah. the commercial itself is saying like serve others. So What's the, I don't know. I'm like, what's the harm? And like, why would you even go find that out? Why, why would you? Yeah. Well, because if you're, because if people go to that website to like, okay, what's, what, what's behind this or who's behind yeah. this? Why did, why are they saying this? What are they really selling or whatever? Right. And you find out like, oh, this is a bad, these people are out to kill us all. Right. But uh, even if you do, it says like, this isn't a collective belief. You need to go to your local church. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. I'm, so I'm the gonna... purpose of he gets us is to connect people with their local church. Oh. So. When you go, I think, I believe you can type in where you're located and then they give you, they give you certain churches or organizations that they've partnered with oh, to say cool. like, we're, we're wanting to receive people from the people who like watch the campaign and want to know more. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So yeah, hey, there you go. But I, we'd like to know, <laughs> let us know in the comments. And what, what was think? this a controversial commercial or was this just people being kind and trying to get the world to be a better place by serving people like Jesus would. So I think that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us on podcast or world. We find our episode 36. I'm Chris. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. And we'll see you next time.